Hey everybody, welcome to the Ring Contrarians podcast and to our second campaign. We have a whole new world, new characters, and new trails to blaze. But for the most part, the same group of lovable idiots. We also have new music, courtesy of Winston of Arcane Anthem, a great composer who does royalty-free music to help everybody elevate their games. So do yourself a favor, check out their Patreon, link in the W down below. With all that said and done, let's jump right into the first episode of Campaign 2, The Dungeons of Faerun, by taking a look at the audio notes of a journalist that is writing a piece on our party after a particular jaunt into the dungeon. Hello, my name is Castian Bordis. I am making this recording at the behest of my editor in the unlikely event that I lose my memories again. I'm currently working on a piece covering the actions of a new group of delvers that had recently fixed a teleportation obelisk that had been involved in some dark ritual, or so it seems. The first person I was able to get a interview with was one Sybil Lichborn, a human 5'11", with serious amber eyes that gave credence to a no-nonsense personality. So, uh, Sybil, was it? Um, yes, can I help you? I'm c- currently busy. Uh, yes, I just wanted to ask a few questions about, uh... Um... Your party, in particular, uh, I'm doing a piece on the uh, people that have come together to fix the obelisk, uh, was it a a week or two weeks at this point? But um, getting a a who's who of uh, Delvers, and I heard that uh, it was you and some other particular people that I hope to be speaking with later. Well, yes, you was part of our party. Okay. Um, can I uh, ask... I'm sorry, that wasn't a joke. Yeah. No, we have a party member named... It doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, oh, give me just a second. Oh, d- okay. <laughs> All right, just bite down on this. And... Is this a, a, a good time, or should I... Oh, no, never. Uh, it's usually never a good time, but uh, now's better than na- later. Get back okay. out there. Okay, well, um, uh, if if you don't mind uh, giving me... She'll uh, be fine. A, uh, how did your party come to to be? What What's your uh, tether, your the, the glue? What brought you together? Money. Just, just money. Well, we, we met through a third party, a, a benefactor, if you will. Um, I won't give names because it's uh, somewhat of a private matter. Oh. But uh, we met through a third party, and um, but I say money is what holds us together, mainly because that's a quite the motivating factor for pretty much everyone in this party. But we're we have a job that we're doing in the dungeons. But oh, well, what? What sort of job is it? Uh, a goal or mostly, mostly a retrieval. Retrieval. Of what sorts? I'm I'm sorry. Uh, there's only so much I'm allowed to discuss with about the oh, oh so a, a nature private, of our work. Yes, a private contract of some sort. Oh for, well, that's uh, very interesting. But mostly, we came together through a third party, and we have a certain set of skills that uh, complement each other. Okay, well, could you uh, give me a, a better idea of what kind of people or jobs the rest of your party has? I believe you're the healer. Yes, I um, I make sure that everybody's tip-top shape, the best I can at least. Gets a little dangerous down there sometimes. Oh, I've heard very horror stories of things that happen down, down in the dungeon, but... Uh, could you tell me a little more about the rest of your party, or kind of roles they may play or whatnot? Um, we have two brothers. Um, I believe 
one's a wizard. He's well-studied in the other. Uh, also well-studied, but I think it's more tangible. Uh, I forgot what those are called. Artificers, perhaps? Mm. Mechanics, engineers, whatever you want to call it. It makes some gear that uh, spews magic of some sort. I think he's um, some sort of alchemist. Oh, interesting. So we have the two uh, brothers. Um, I believe there's, last I checked, five people in your party as of right now? Um, well, six, kind of. Okay, well, I'll have to do some more research on that then. Uh, but there was only five when y'all had uh, fixed, or temporarily repaired the obelisk. Um, yes, that's correct. Okay. We met the other one later on. Ah, of course. Uh, could you tell me a, a little more about the other two? Yes, one's um, a really big guy. You've probably, I'm not sure if you've made it to the Tower District very often, but um, you know the Dragon's Respite? I have heard it. I've not been in there very often. Okay, well, if you go in there, it's the tall one. Um, he's, uh, he... Minotaur? Oh, oh, no, um... Actually, there's some debate about that. I don't know what they are. I assume a giant. Very tall. Or a a goliath, not a giant. He helps us carry stuff in. And, um... Can turn into animals, so... Interesting. Pretty good at fighting. Interesting. And, uh, your fifth party member from... His name is Rook. Um, he has a... He's part of some sort of family here in the city, and he's um, he's very good at sneaking. I believe he's a student at the college. No. Oh. So he's good at uh, kind of being undetected and also um, casting spells. I see. I mean, I think he's probably a little too smart for the college. It doesn't show up very well. That's good to know. Pro- a possible prodigy, I see. So, uh, uh, thank you, and... Uh... I will uh, check up with some of your other party members. So this is all you wanted to ask? Well, it looks like you have another person coming for help. Is he missing a leg? That happens. I'll just come back. If I work fast enough, I could probably get it reattached. I'll just come back. Uh, uh, Just a bit. Uh, Okay. Uh, Fix it. Fix it now. All right, get him the rag. What? Uh, here, you do, do, shut your mouth now. So, the next person I was able to get a interview with was one Rook Corvin, a member of the famous mithril crafting House Corvin. I found him studying in one of the libraries of Ardor's Arcane Academy in preparation for finals. He is human, 5-6, with a somewhat constant smirk, as if he knew a joke that no one was in on. To be frank, I believe his story of how things happened is probably the most suspect, for reasons that become more apparent in later recordings. Um, uh, pardon me, excuse me, sir. Yeah, what's up? I just had a few questions. I'm here with the, uh, uh, Silver Lining Publishing. Ooh, cool. Uh, wanted to ask a few questions about the group that you're part of. Uh, The which one? Are you part of more than one group? Well, there's like this reading club that I went to like twice here, oh, but well, I'm, I kind of um, forgot what book they were reading. The uh, the Delvers group that you're all part of. Um, do you have a name for that group? I'm. It's. I haven't been able to find anything. Uh, Party name of some sort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't really go around talking about it, but we usually just say that we're the super neat people. The super neat people. Yeah, S N P. S N P. Yep. That's what we're called. Yeah, I'll just uh, use the acronym there. Uh, SNP. All right. So, um, if, uh, if you don't mind me asking, I was wondering, I've spoken with your friend, uh, Sibyl, but uh, <laughs> I was wondering, what was your first time like in uh, 
the dungeon? Uh, what path did you choose? How how did everything go? Well, the whole thing about this was I wanted to go back down the path of the bones because I thought that'd be really really cool because bones are cool. No, okay. Don't you think? So? Anyways, yeah. So, but they wanted to go down the plant path, which was lame to say the least. But it actually ended up being really, 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 really bad. There were like these gross, stupid flowers that made you see really dumb things, <laughs> and uh, like other like. You know, what, what, why do you need my pen? Why can't, need... why can't you just go get your own pen? It's not just your pen. I need your. Um, I need that book. The whole book? Yes, the whole I'm looking book. Looking at this a, book. It needs a ref- has a reference I need in it. Oh, fine, but you bring it back. Oh, last book. Of course. Fine. Go, go. Just go. Just take it. Yeah. Thanks. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go. Right. Go the fuck off. Okay. Cool. Sorry with me. Love you. Bye. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Where was I? Plants. 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 Plants everywhere. The walls were plants. The ceiling was plants. The ground was plants. And there were these other plants. That were flowers that as soon as you saw them, or it, it would make you see something scary, like traumatizing, kind of scary. You feel me, right? Oh. And Jim, uh, I, I know it's a very personal question, but what was it that you saw? Oh, it was some giant spider or something. Okay. And uh, then uh, I accidentally stabbed somebody. That was not fun. He's uh, mad at me about that still. Who did you? Who did you stab? Oh, it was Doob. But he's kind of mean anyways, but, you know, now he hates me, so. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, and the whole thing, we were supposed to be fighting these little golden acorns because you needed the golden acorns to get to this door, and then to get to the door, you need to go out of the door, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, you needed those. They were scattered everywhere. And then, like, there was another room with these weird small people. I'm not sure if they were people, though. We didn't really try to talk to them. We just shot them. And they died. You, you just went into an area and just started shooting. Okay, very good. Yeah, that was the first area that we went to. There were these mandrakes too, and they fucking sucked, but they uh, actually tasted pretty good when uh, when you cooked them up. So he's a bit of a chef. Yeah, no, he's really good. He works at the tavern, the place with food. Uh, shoot, dragon's respite, respite, whatever. He... Ah, yes, I know, I know the place. It's really good. Okay. They have pancakes and beer. And bacon. And croissants. I'll ask for the menu. Um, so if you don't mind, make sure I get this right. Uh, you went into the path of plants. Mm-hmm. Bad place. Mm-hmm. Lots of plants mm-hmm. everywhere. Right. Scary flowers. You Scary stabbed flowers. a party member. Accidentally. Uh, make sure you put that down because I was under the influence of scary flowers, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Under the influence of... Oh, also, before that, uh, there were also other members of the party that also were under the influence of scary flowers, which is... Okay, so entire party under influence of scary flowers? Practically, yeah. Then you attacked people. Small people that weren't people, I guess. That weren't people, okay. I don't know. Um, they were weird. And then... They had plant dogs, by the way. And then uh, found some mandrakes, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, party member of yours, you. Right. Odd name. Oh, also mushrooms that exploded, but we didn't really have much trouble with those. Oh, okay. Or just like your standard uh, stock mushroom. They were more like big giant balloons. Looked like cows almost. Hmm. And then, uh, yeah, they exploded and it was pretty nasty. Okay, well, um, I don't want to bother for bother you too long. Well, you can um, hang out. I don't mind. Yeah. Just looking at papers and stuff. So yeah, just sit in silence. After speaking with Rook, I found my way to the Pretty Penny, a shop and home to both Calvis and Doob Bronzetooth, twin deep-known brothers, both standing at a height of three feet. They look fairly similar to each other, with Calbus being slightly on the portly side, and Doob in the possession of a strange contraption on his left hand, which he called a spell gauntlet. Some sort of artificer technology that he had come up with himself. Welcome to Bray Benny, how can I help you? Oh, hello, um... Um, 
my name's uh, Castian. I'm with the Silver Lining. I wanted to. Wait, you mean like the newspaper? Yes. Oh, I want to ask a few questions of both of you. Um, Listen, who... I didn't do it. I don't know who did it. I, neither of us were there. We didn't do it. No, I have it on good authority that y'all uh, were part of a group that fixed uh, the obelisk inside the dungeon. Oh, that? Yeah. Not for you oh, yeah. That oh. was all me. Yeah, good. Glad okay. I'm in the right Listen, place. Listen, only because I was dead. Just saying. It was all me. Ah, okay. Well, um, I will, I'll probably ask you uh, some, a few questions about that in particular. Uh, but if you don't mind, I'll ask uh, your brother here. Uh, I also... I'm doing a piece on uh, figuring out the where your group has come from, uh, your beginnings, your uh, fight to the top. Uh, I don't want to uh, talk about Queensvale. Uh, your, your party, the uh, SNP. What? Huh? The fuck's SNP? Super nice people? Super neat people, was it? Oh, hold on. What crackhead? You Super neat people. Where'd you get that from? Uh, your uh, party member Rook told me this. Oh, of course. Ugh. All right, go ahead. I'm going to talk to him about that later. Oh, I might kill him. Okay, well, uh, if uh, you don't mind, I heard uh, probably the only real information that I've been able to get from other people, because I asked the auction house, uh, that your party had come across a uh, nice uh, find inside the dungeon, a owlbear egg. Oh, yeah. Nah, we, yeah, we were uh, kind of exploring around uh, Goblin's Gorge, and, you know, we found a, we found an owlbear nest. No. Oh, what were, what kind of exploring were you doing before? Um, we're just kind of exploratory. Just trying to, we were trying to figure out our way to the, uh, at that point, I think it was the, at the wind or something. Yeah, we're trying to get down there. Mm. But uh, after doing a little more research, we found Path of Water is going to be our best bet. But that's a side story here and there. Oh, you, your best bet for what, if you don't mind me asking? More just kind of like time of, time of year. I was going between like the nodes and everything since we're heading close to the fire node. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. Water path is going to be a little bit better because hopefully the water's not going to be as... <laughs> Fucking cats. Okay. Yo, Tim. You go take care of the fucking thing. Sorry about that. Guys getting here all the time. Sins are best at what I don't understand. But yeah, no. Uh, we're going to take the water path because it's just better because buying the stuff like that. And you. Yeah. On the way to go explore the path of wind... Uh, we were going through a forest and we stumbled upon a nest of, we didn't really know what it was at the time, but, uh, whenever we found this, I don't know, it, it was an egg about like, you know, maybe two baby goblin head sizes, you know, good chunk. A very decent size head, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a good size head. Mm. But, uh. So we pick it up and everything, and all of a sudden we start hearing like this growling and hooting and stuff like that. And uh, and we turn around and, whoop! Mommy and Daddy are back. Mommy and Daddy out there. Ooh, well, that sounds quite dangerous. How'd your party fare? I mean, we lived. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Fair, fair's kind of a strong word. We, you know, made it. <laughs> I imagine that was a very uh, treacherous encounter. Just a smidge. It was a, to be honest, it's probably one of our first actual, like, fights that I've had in this whole freaking city and dungeon oh. and everything, so. Yeah, that was an interesting experience. All right. Well, uh, and how much, I believe you were able to sell that egg for a pretty nice chunk of change. Some would say we got it for a pretty penny. Uh... uh. But, uh, we got what? Nah. Uh, 6,000. We got 6,000 off it, which is huge. 6,000 gold. Oh, that's very good. Very good. Mm hmm. It was very well kept. 
Something. I suppose that made uh, your party far more prepared for the uh, third floor so you could get in there and just conquer the entire thing, right? You would think so. You would think. Money troubles? No. Small cohesion issues. Ah. I don't know if uh, Rook told you since he, you know, decided everything. Uh, did he tell you about the path of the plants? Yes, he did. Did he tell you about how he stabbed me? Yes, he did. Yeah. Cohesion troubles. Well, that's... That is a shame, but I suppose every great, uh, Delver party has a bit of friction in it, right? Fucking cats, I swear. Timmy, I told you to get the fucking cat out of here. Fucking looks weird. Looks like it's gonna make a bond on Vienna. I mean, but do they stab each other, though? How often do they stab each other? I've heard of um, a few, a few parties. Wow, these parties must suck. I'm teasing. I don't know. I won't make any more comments on that. Let's see. I mean, that's just kind of... That's been the fun of the owlbear. We've been trying to get geared up so we can go to the path to water. Yeah, understood. All right. Well, uh... Oh, oh, they really just drop all those. <sighs> I'll go fucking clean it up. Damn it, get a fucking mop. <laughs> You're paying for this. I can't help you. Up your fuck. You owe me a lot. It is here that I wanted to interject a conversation I had with the fifth member of the party, you. He is a relatively quiet, very large individual standing at a staggering eight feet one inch, if I'm not mistaken. The only portion of our conversation that was really in any great detail were the dangers that the party had faced on the third floor of the dungeon referred to as Goblin's Gorge. There's a damn big angry bird and also a bigger angry bird and then a that whole flying angry bird been fighting with the big mama bird and then there be them big water lizards and uh, the bears ain't bears and there's these um, dogs with two, three heads two heads is uh, lightning been walking around Walking lightning? Mm-hmm. They just walk around. Then there'd be them bugbear. But there wasn't no bugbear. But there were. Bugbears that aren't bugbears, but are bugbears. Yeah. Right, okay. And then you have old, uh, weird fake hatchet man. He live in them big leaves underwater. As you can see, the party has already had quite the adventure with all the different type of things that had tried to kill them, of which I probably could write a few stories. But the meat of my current project will be told by Calbliss in the next clip, who is quite instrumental in patching the arcane device well enough for others to come in and fully repair it. I'll uh, go ahead and ask you uh, the obelisk situation. How did your group come to uh, be a part of it? Well, uh, we were looking for a way out since we were uh, about time to wrap up and head home, getting low on supplies and everything, when we were attacked by Num numerous amounts of monsters uh, besieged on all sides by uh, you know giant owl bears and uh, a few other crazy mutant-looking things, and uh, some of the things were invisible even. 
Really? Yeah. One of them that actually... Jesus. <laughs> can whip that out. One of them that uh, took my brother out there. Th thankfully, oh. he made it back. Uh, yeah, he fucking killed me with some bullshit. Yeah, he, uh, he took him out. Um, came out of nowhere. Uh, That's a, I'm sorry to hear about that. It sounds horrible. Yeah, suck this up, Amos. But the, the obelisk was completely destroyed. It was, uh, wasn't working or anything. So me being uh, as intelligent as I am and as well-versed with the arcane arts as I am, I was able to uh, patch up some of the script just in time before everyone was overran and we were able to make an escape. Oh, I see, I see. And do you, uh, how did you uh, patch up the obelisk? I, I heard there was, uh, it was a very uh, rush, well, not not to be insulting or belittling, uh, but from people I've heard from, they, it was a very rushed job. Ah, you, she said you suck. Hey, you didn't have a lot of time to work with when you're being about to get eaten. And who are you? We're not one to talk, anyways. You weren't even there. I can't hear you over the sound of the person saying you suck. Uh, well, Obelisk had been destroyed, and the uh, the metallic band around it with all the script was useless. So, I used what I had at hand: the scrap metal from the Obelisk, uh, using the flip side of it that didn't have any script, and then some of the weapons and stuff laying around, along with the crowbar to act as a crude chisel. I was able to uh, save everyone's life that day. That is... Well, except for my brother. Oh, well. That is rather impressive, I must say. I have been told that uh, it was quite a few uh, corpses around the area, and from the descriptions I had received from... Uh, what was his name? Uh, the, uh, Bomi? Bomi. Bomi. That the creatures were quite... Uh, horrifying? Yeah, there was something not right about the things that we were fighting there. And yeah, there were a lot of people. Thankfully, there were a lot of people around the obelisk because I wouldn't have been able to patch it up. Hmm. Well, do you think that they were the main cause of the obelisk's uh, malfunction? Well, uh, the things that were coming at us at the end right before we were able to get back were bugbears. And we kind of thought maybe they did destroy it on purpose. Hmm. They didn't seem too happy once we had it fixed. Well, interesting. I will uh, be putting this together, and hopefully, uh, if I have any more follow-up questions or whatnot, I'll come and uh, speak with one of you. Thank you for your time. All right. Well, you know where to find us. Yes. Why are you not gonna buy anything while you're here? Uh, well. You don't need uh, ink or anything. Um, I'm just. Uh, I don't really have any money on me at the moment after speaking with the five original members of the in uh, no no I'm not even going to entertain the idea of that name after speaking with the original five members I went on the look for the sixth member that Sybil had told me about I haven't been able to speak with them personally yet. They have all just recently gone into the dungeon yet again. The only information I have been able to get on the sixth member is that they are a portal that goes by the name Torlak. Uh, our total friend. Uh, can you give me a description of your character as you fall into this uh um, I guess I guess just the pitch black little pit that I'm falling through. Yes. Uh, you don't actually feel anything around you for the first uh, little bit. Uh, he's like, do I withdraw? Do I not withdraw? Do I withdraw? Do I not withdraw? So he kind of just like has this, all his limbs just sticking straight out as much as he can. And he's like, mm, let's not withdraw. We'll just, we'll just see what happens. After falling for a little bit, you start to feel something graze against the back of your shell. 
and then you feel a slope gradually come underneath you as you come into a full slide. And you slide. And slide. And then after like a good like four, five hours of just <laughs> sliding. At some point he rolled over on his back. And he's just like chilling on his back like a water slide, just going through it he like he's riding hours. a tube. After after five hours of sliding, you uh hear this voice coming across as Oh no, I'm so sorry. You've been here for so long. I was distracted with another test. My name is Albert. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, we're like kind of like as he's, I'm guessing, still going down the slide. He starts like spinning himself, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, no problem. I do love this dungeon. It's actually quite fun sliding down this." Uh, I don't really feel anything since I'm on my shell. And he just kind of like waves back and forth. Oh, that's such a good thing. I was worried you were going to be mad at me. Okay. Well, since you're having such a good time, I'll let you go for a little bit longer. <laughs> and then it's just silence yet again <laughs> and you keep falling <laughs> oh well <laughs> it's like about another four hours in <laughs> oh jeez louise so you've been falling for nine hours oh hey sorry about that I had another test to do but I really probably should get yours taken care of yeah he like Reemerges from his shell because at some point he just decided to take a nap, and he's like, "That would be very much so appreciated." I think my shell is going to need some tending to after this. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so we can count that as a short rest. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Damn. Uh, you did. You still do have exhaustion because you did go down in the last, uh, in that last fight. But uh, as you continue following, uh, you feel the slide actually gradually sloping to a flat plane. Oh. You're thinking, "Oh, I'm finally gonna stop," and then you splash no. into water. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, so." Here's the test that I have for you. It's just gonna be an endurance test. See how long you can last. If you pass, I will return something that has been lost to you. If you fail, eh, maybe death or something, I'm not sure. Just don't do too bad and you won't have to find out, yeah? looks like deal. Very good. <clears throat> now, let the test commence. And you start feeling the water start pulling you back as a current starts tugging at you. So, the test is going to be swimming. And if uh, you get pulled too far back, you'll go down another hole. And then... You know, survive the slides. And then you'll be fine again. I'll pop you out wherever your friends might be. Oh. Yeah, I'll <laughs> pop you out wherever your friends might be. That's so disconcerting at all. <laughs> if they're still in the dungeon after nine hours, I might have some concerns. You may be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Your hands are <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, give me an athletics check. <sighs> this will set uh, the DC for your in, uh, your endurance check. Oh, gosh. I have zero to my athletics. Uh, oh, and okay. at disadvantage. 
And I got a nat 20 on one of them. That's so sad. <laughs> I dropped the Don't worry, you got a DC of six. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Just roll the six. So with the six, uh, go ahead and give me a constitution, or not a con. Yes, a constitution check. Roll with a nine. nine. Okay. So, not great. But you do, as the currents start pushing against you, you're swimming, and you're like, oh, this isn't bad. Real light current at first. And then you, uh, as you keep going and going, first 30 minutes, no, not problem, not bad. In fact, it's more like a lazy float and kind of a push every occasion. And after an hour, it gets a little bit faster. An hour and a half, it's a little faster again. But after like good three hours, you're now doing a full out swim <laughs> trying to keep up. And then after another ten minutes, your body just kind of no more. <laughs> and you feel yourself being tugged back further and further, even though you're trying to swim. And you feel the uh, hole that all this water is going down into, pulling, tugging you further, further, until you just... <laughs> yeah, the moment that I feel like that I'm actually just going to go down the drain, I just withdraw into my shell. I'm like, all right, time to just get uh, shot out wherever. As you're being pulled through this, like, pipe of water down, you can still hear uh, Albert just, Well, you did something. That's, that's cool. But your test is not over. The second part ta- starts now. Make sure you, you know, mind the gap between the slides. It's a pretty far fall down. Torlock got to go to a fucking water park. Yeah. (laughs) A dangerous one, because now I need you to make dexterity checks. (laughs) Or a dexterity check to see how well uh, you jump from one slide to another. Okay, the moment I hear him say, like, oh, you're going to be jumping slides, Torlock will with, like, withdrawal, unwithdrawal. Okay. Um,. Because he knows, like, fuck, I gotta actually pay yeah. attention. You can do uh, dex or acrobatics if you wish. <clears throat> just oil your shell. Yeah, we'll just do straight dexterity saves. Okay. It is saves, right? Checks. Checks, okay. okay. Hey. 13. 13. 13, okay. 13. As you uh, start sliding down these slides, you come up to your first one and are able to get your feet underneath you and pole vault yourself to the next slide. That goes on for a good, like, three, four jumps. You finally pop off of one slide, trying to get to the next one, and your foot slips. Stupid water. And then you fall. And just keep falling. As you fall for the next... (laughs) Oh, no. What was it? 15 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, Torlak! Wow, because the party also uh, took a long (laughs) rest in the dungeon (laughs) while you were gone. Yeah, we we took a full day. Oh, my God. Uh, so at out. some point, Torlak just gets tired and <laughs> into his shell and <laughs> just passes Did you bring out. a snack? Yeah. Just falling for a good long time. And then when Torlak kind of wakes up and opens their eyes, they find themselves in a room, actually. It's just a singular room with four doors and an obelisk. One is a doorway that's just filled with stone. The other three are filled with fog. And the obelisk that uh, you know teleports you back to uh, the dragon's respite. And you hear a voice, a little faint, 
Congratulations, you didn't die. You did good enough for that. But sadly, I cannot give you what you have lost. That dart that you got <laughs> smelted is gonna have to stay with me. <laughs> but you had a good time, right? That was a very fun trial, I must say. Well, I'm glad you had a good nap afterwards. So, your friends apparently left. Probably about like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> despite the fact that you've been falling for like a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, that's rather impressive. I didn't know we had that much room in here. <laughs> Any... oh, I am happy to help out with learning more about the dungeon. Yeah, it's always a good time. Have a good day. Oh, Bye. Wait. He just like reaches out to like nothing. He's like, um, can I see anything? Like, is it like here's the doorway, and then it's just like pure thick fog, and I can't see anything? Or yes, it's like the uh, the doors that you've seen before that. Once you've touched that fog, it just pulls you straight through. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. But there is also the obelisk that teleport you back to town. Y'all don't understand. Torlak loves this dungeon. Where are you gonna go, Torlak? He's gonna go through one of the doors. Oh, god damn it. Oh. <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> Which door do you go through? Left, right? Three. First one? Three, my lord. <laughs> I go through whichever, um, whichever one is right in front of me. Oh, no. Oh, no. The center one. All right, so... Just kind of looking around, you see the tantalizing fog. Torlak's like, I wonder where this goes. <laughs> you reach out, you put your hand into the fog, and you feel yourself being tugged through, pulled in. It's there where Torlak died. <laughs> <laughs> As they had to face a boss, uh, a boss-like creature that, that all that room what all that one uh, path led to was a singular large room with a very dangerous monster. You didn't see it very well. Oh, it damn. just ganked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well. Uh. But you do pop up in... Uh, yeah, I still pop up at the... You uh, pop up in the dock district at the altar that's pressed up against the tower. Got the bad ending. <laughs> <laughs> Torlak will remember this. So it's not gonna stop him. <laughs> All right. So now we have two party members who have uh, who have died in this campaign. For this campaign, everybody has at least one resurrection if they die in the dungeon, and nobody knows how many resurrect free resurrections they have. Not even me, because I lost those notes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll have to re-roll everybody's resurrections things, but you'll be good. You'll be you fine. could end up with more, or less. <laughs> Who knows? You no know. one does. <laughs> but that leads us to the morning of... Uh, Dawn of the third day. Weir. Yes. Uh, actually, it's the fourth day. Oh, Dawn what? Fourth day. Mm -hmm. Come on. All uh, right, pack it up. <laughs> sorry. And after having our uh, little incident with uh, the bodies, just one singular body being teleported ac across a uh, district in all sorts of places, uh, some weird rumors have been going around town that uh, possibly a serial killer, maybe something else, maybe there's a monster loose. Do we have the the rat problem again? <laughs> the rat plague. 
is back. Sounds... <laughs> it's the Skaven. God, I hope uh, those no damn such... rats didn't. Get... Someone didn't uh, decide to bring a rat out of the rat path again because <laughs> the last time that happened was bad. Okay. There's no such thing as Skaven. Mm. Not yet. <laughs> We will uh, start our morning with one of our players who always gets up in the morning just to run wherever he wants. As Rook gets up for his daily routine. Um, yeah, it's always starting with that run. Maybe like some tea or water beforehand. But yeah, um, <coughs> he'll run by like uh, that arrow shop that's close to the. Uh, it's the Azerite district's where he's from, right? Yes. Yeah, there's like a, if I remember right, there's an arrow shop right before there. Like, kind of south of it. If south, I see. But, um, go kind of restock on, uh, like, buys like four arrows, I think. Because I'm yeah. missing, like, just a couple just to top it off. Uh, if I remember correctly, the arrow shop you're talking about is actually in the Malachite district. Oh, uh, and it is called the Whistling Arsenal. Right, that badass name. Um, yeah, we'll we'll top up and actually grab a another um, grappling arrow. I want another one of those. Okay. So they're, they're like ten or two gold, right? Uh, grappling arrow is three, three gold. But uh, as you were running through the districts and with a good steady jog, you uh, did hear some people talking about the incident uh, the day before. A uh, couple of couple of people uh, sitting there, like, it was the craziest fucking thing I ever seen. It's like this foot just kept on popping in and out of existence right in front of me. It was just like, it was across the street, then it was halfway down the street, then it was right in my face. What what happened then? I don't know. The foot disappeared. It was just gone. And then I got slapped by hand. And it weren't nobody's hand that I know of, because it was severed. My god. My <laughs> god. How could this happen? I mean, those damn mages always with their special experiments and whatnot. I know. It's almost as bad as that one time back in... Shh. Don't talk about that. You know that. As they kind of, like, look around and they see Rook kind of just staring at him. <laughs> They're just staring back at you and they kind of look towards each other and they just start walking down the street. Yeah, that's uh, that was crazy. Anyway, anti-mage <laughs> sentiments begin to grow. Anti-mage <laughs> sentiments. Uh, so yeah, shopping and then I don't know. I'll probably run by Dubes and Calbuses, okay. uh, and then like Rook will kind of check up on like the bow's progress. See how oh. they're going. Just As you, uh, oh god, here he comes running again. Run, <laughs> run. Through the city. It's around noon at this point. You make your show, make your way over to uh, the Pretty Penny. Yeah, the, I only uh, had one cup of coffee at this point. You don't fuck don't with, mess them, with them, man. You walk in, little <laughs> ding ding, and you see uh, uh, Timothy standing behind the counter and Calvis uh, over fixing some displays and putting more stock out. Uh, Dube nowhere in sight again. Oh, hey, Calvis. Uh, how's it going? Where's your brother? Hey, Rook. I uh, think he's in the workshop out back. I don't think I've ever actually been in that workshop. Do you mind if I go in there? You can say no. Yeah, you'd have to ask him. Okay. I'll go see. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Just look at your collection of thimbles. Yeah, don't mess those up. I just organized those. Okay. <laughs> I go wrap, wrap, wrapping on his chamber door. Got him. Hey, uh, Rook's here. I think he's wanting to probably check in about what you're working on. Uh, 
uh, get sent him in. Alright. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back out. Me go back there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what does your workshop look like anyway? Oh, um. Uh, nothing really special. Uh, it has uh, three separate benches one for, like, weaponry, one for arcane, and one for. What was it? Things for my brewing stations. My no. brewing station, sorry. Uh, illicit, illicit things. My, things. My, my illicit brewing station. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was thinking miscellaneous. The mechem station? Yeah, oh, I was thinking yeah. miscellaneous words. Fun. Where do you well, put you, the meth you lab? And Sybil might get, you and Sybil <laughs> might get along better than you think. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You uh, just backed in the yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> just, oh, man. <laughs> Timothy! <laughs> for cooking. <laughs> God. Fuck yes. Uh, no, really. But yeah, uh, no. When you come in, you see him uh, holding a long recurve bow that he's uh, carving channels into to fit uh, piping. Well, that looks really good. Thanks. Yeah, uh, bow's coming along, kind of slowly, but uh, kind of just debating on what I'm gonna be able to do with it. <sighs> God. Yeah. Yeah, you, see, you just kind of see him, like, you see a flame next to him that he's just kind of heating up this pipe and kind of, like, bending it to fit in the channels that he's carved. Well, hey, yeah, I was just checking up. Uh, did you need any Raren's Run or anything? Uh, Got nothing for I look, the day. Uh, I go look in my uh, brewer's barrel. Just has, like, just a bunch of water in it. Mm-hmm. Uh... Full, well, it's about two thirds full. Nah, should be good for a little bit. Um, actually, nah, I do need some uh, alchemy supplies. Uh, yeah, yeah. How much does my alchemy supplies actually cost? I believe it is around fifty gold. I take a small pouch with with the gold in it, toss the rook. Yeah, if you can go to uh, uh, Mount Mayhens. Nope, Where's the general store here? The general store? Not not the general store, like the general alchemy store. I guess. With the robot? Uh, that is Mayhem's Emporium with the robot, but that is a magic item shop. Oh. Uh, if you're looking for like an alchemy <laughs> shop that you know of, there is the Brood Awakening. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, over in the Norite district. If you can, uh, can you go to a uh, Brood Awakening in uh, Norai? Uh, need some alchemy supplies. Sure thing. Thank you. Are you 50? Uh, he'll kind of get out of the workshop and like nod at Calvis when he's leaving and be like, Hey, I was going to head to the uh, library at the college sometime this week. Do you want to jump along with me at some point? Have I gotten my spells yet? Or, um... At this point. Uh, yes, you spent your first day back getting spells. Oh, gotcha. Uh, I've spent enough time up at the college for a while. Hey, yeah, no worries. Well, I'll catch y'all later. Alright, take care. Bye! Uh, how long is it to the... Is it in running distance? Long Everything's in running distance. distance. I mean, yeah... You'll take a point of exhaustion at this point. Yeah, I know. God, I hope he drinks enough water. <laughs> let's, uh... You and me both. Let's, uh, get a carriage. Carriage? Okay. For sure. Uh... Fill down one of those. To the Norite district, it'll cost you... Three gold. Okay. Right, no, two gold. Two? Yeah. Two? There and back, or...? No, just there. If you're going coming back, yeah, it'll be four gold. Four? Yep. But as you uh, head up to the Norite district, uh, you do go in. You tell the coachman where you're wanting to go. The carriage uh, drops you off at a fairly nice building. Uh, got a giant sign that has a what looks like a tankard pouring over, but the liquid coming out doesn't look like ale. It, it's like straight, vibrant purple. Mm. And uh, almost like sparklers coming out of it with the text Brood Awakening. Nice. Uh, walking in, see a slew of different potions all over the place and different types of bottles, all sorts of stuff, a brewing station back end, and three people. One that's kind of running from place to place, 
another one who's sitting by the brewing station pouring. It looks a bit odd because they're staring off in one direction as they just kind of like pour a little bit, tilt their head, pour a little bit more, and then like reach over and trying to find the table to place the potion on. And then you also see a very familiar person. Uh, one that uh, had dropped down a hole the last time you saw. Oh. Torlax, uh, sitting over in one of the corners. Walking in. Did I get a list from you? Let me say that. I, I, I just told you alchemy supplies. Alchemy supplies. Yeah, they'll, they'll know what that means. They'll know, okay. G- general alchemy <laughs> supplies. Alchemy supplies. Generalized Come on. alchemy supplies. <laughs> um, Sorry, I should say I think the yeah, I walk. Is Torlak like in the corner somewhere? Like just dozed off. He'll kind of approach and be like, "Oh, hey, Torlak." He opens his eyes. Oh, Chesties! Hello. Hey, it's good to see you alive. Are you okay? Ah, uh, I died. I did Sound. have fun though. <laughs> I fell for like about. I think a total of. 16 hours down like this random pit and then I swam for about 4 hours and then I went off some like slides. I could have just came straight home but you know how there's those fog doors that we see? Right. I I went through one and immediately died by a monster. Oh. Um. So casual about it. (laughs) Oh. Can you tell me how my shell looks by the way? A lot of it was just grinding against the Slides and stuff. He just turns his back towards you. Uh, <laughs> there's like a f- smooth channel, like a s- a smooth line, <laughs> and across her uh, sh- or across his shell. Uh it, it's fine. It doesn't it doesn't look bad. It's there. Like I was saying, it's just a worry stone. Now I can just caress your back. All my worries smooth away. I guess, Celia, but I did like some of those barnacles that were there. They became very attached to me. Oh yeah, the barnacles. Not a good thing. Uh, so are we going to add in the room shot? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just adding the modifiers onto characters for puns. <laughs> <laughs> So you start scratching and he turns back around uh, to Rook. So, what brings you in today? Oh, I'm not doing much today, so I just, um, got some, I'm just running some supplies back to Dude. I have some gold to get some just generalized our alchemy supplies for him. Ah! So, that's about it. Um, I look over at the one that's running back and forth. I'm just like, Julie? Yeah. Do you know what he's talking about? Um. Uh. Sorry. I. I was. I was. I was doing something. Uh, what were you talking? About? Oh, my friend just needed some. He told me to get alchemy supplies. I don't know. What alchemy supplies. What kind of alchemy supplies? <laughs> you see, now that you say that out loud, um, I probably should have asked him. There's an assortment of different supplies I could give you. If I don't know what exactly to give you, I'm not sure what to do. So, Julie, please. gold did he give you? 50. I shake the little pouch. Julie, there's a bundle of supplies on the back shelf. Should be around 50. Grab that. And uh, we'll just say, hey, these are alchemy supplies. I hope he gets what he needs. I'm sure he'll Find some use for it all, right? Surely. I mean, it's general stuff, but right. Yeah, most of it's spirits. Yeah. Like for brewing things, or I don't know what they use that for. You're That's not... typically where alchemy is. Right. Right. And as she uh, turns around, you can see just like milky white eyes. Oh, uh, okay. I don't want to be rude. Uh, I do have a question. I'm just generally curious. How do you um, do alchemy if you can't see it? I 
generally know what the uh, mixtures were. I have a feel for it. Oh, were you always? No, no. I used to be uh, in a party with our, my friend Torlak here. I Most go over and I just like nudge her with my shell very softly. Oh. Most of our people uh, didn't have a very good time in the dungeon. I'm sorry to hear that. It's the goose's fault. Yeah, that damn goose. Yes, Mother Goose is not a uh, kind uh, monster whatsoever. Well, we had a run with, run in with her recently that we barely got away from. Mm, well, you're quite lucky. There were two people with them, but I don't remember who they were. We never really... Uh, we had no no chance to, to get names or anything. No. Mm. I think you were the closest one to them, and you didn't even really get a good look. Oh, yeah. No. I um I pulled them out the river, and then, and then they panicked quite horribly. And I just turned into a... a well, I withdrew into my shell and became a rock, essentially. Celia, well, are you sure I'm still going to be able to do that with my shell like this? I'm sure it'd be fine. At the very, at the very worst, the enemy's just going to slide right off your shell. It's quite smooth. <laughs> Maybe you could paint it. You don't paint one's shell. Oh, you don't? I don't know. I don't have a shell. I've never, uh... Maybe you could, um... You'll figure out something, right? Humans <laughs> paint things they shouldn't all the time. We'll race, yeah, like, we'll put race paint stripes People on. paint rocks. <laughs> yeah. make them go people faster. Paint, paint pumpkins. Yes, but back say... in Shui, you don't paint one shell. Huh. Unless you're asking for a death wish. Oh, well, now I know. Uh, well, yeah, I'll I'll take that bundle and I better be getting back to... Uh, the pretty penny and give them their stuff. Um, it was nice meeting you guys, and I'm sorry to hear what happened in the dungeon. Yeah. He said I was falling for so long because y'all took forever. Oh. Right, we, um... What kept y'all in the dungeon for an entire day? Uh, there was a... time that we just kind of, uh, camped in the middle of the one of the rooms. Oh, so I go missing, and nobody's like, we should leave the dungeon to try and find our friend. But if the, one of the small ones go missing, all of a sudden it's a big deal, and we have to fix an obelisk and immediately get out. It was a uh, party decision. Um, <laughs> I was in favor of returning, uh, but we wanted to go ahead and try to knock out that last leg of the journey. Instead of, um, you know, having to do it all over again, I guess. Mm. That I'm was keeping the final. this map now. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. That's good. Tell hey. the brothers I said hello. I will. I'll catch y'all around. Them, did y'all find any uh, treasures in there? Uh, yes. There was some gold in one of this, these rooms that one of our friends found. It was a, a secret room, I think. It's kind of cool. Um, and then there's some of these uh, fog people and they gave us some riddles uh and then they had a treasure room hmm. so there was some stuff in there that i think one of my friends is appraising um whatever happened so with all the endless water things i believe four of them were used for the oh, door opening and then one person has the other i think it i don't remember who it was it was Sybil. Oh. Have you heard about the serial killer? The, the what now? Well, apparently there's a rumor that there's, there's a serial killer loose now. Oh, I haven't heard anything like that, except I think I heard some people talking on the side of the street about it. Yes, there's a rumor that it's a serial killer, and then there's also some uh, group of miscreants that are claiming that they're the reason that... Uh, <clears throat> bodies been found uh, pieces have been found all over the place miscreants? Mm, yes uh, I had a bit of a problem with some uh, 
people coming asking for uh, protection money or you know you may end up like whoever was found all over the district huh well interesting yeah I threw a push a potion at them and they ran away so who knows I told you to let me just hit them <laughs> and as you like turn around or at the door there's just like a a seared at, like stain where that wasn't potion that was yeah it was, it was straight up acid <laughs> oh just ate through the the wood oh you did throw something at them oh mm -hmm. well just pretty pretty good. pretty sure it was a uh bile concoction of some sort it smelled horrible it looked horrible mm. um well yeah uh i'm gonna go ahead and go mm. yes and, um go have a good day Bye. Bye. Getting out. Okay. I'll take the carriage back. Next time on the Ring of Contrarians. You said you wanted to purchase some XP. Well, I do know that one guy who does come to the Dragon's Rift regu pretty regularly, and he had offered to sell me more at a later date. You got a bag of beans. <laughs> <laughs> you got. A bag of beans. <laughs> Fucking great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it's warm too. <laughs> Are you another word for jewelry? <laughs> Are you threatening my brother? Hold on, just stay right there. And I'm just like Ryoga. <laughs> 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 oh, get everyone right there. And you feel blood starting to come down the back of your neck. But you're gonna kill me, aren't you? I'm not going to kill you. That's what they say when they're about to kill you. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to this episode of The Ring of Contrarians. Please give us a like and a sub on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app. We put out new episodes on the 8th, 16th, and 24th of every month, and we hope you continue to support us so we can keep making cool stuff for you.